match day live extra from Molyneux where we've just witnessed Wolves beating Brentford by two goals to nil back-to-back -back victories for the second time this season lifting Wolves into a position with a big gap now towards the bottom three Diego Costa opened the scoring after 27 minutes his first goal in old gold it's been a long gold wait for him to be a Premier League goal scorer once again. He started the move, running forwards from the halfway line, wide to the left-hand side to Totti, who crossed in back to Costa, who maybe the chance had just looked like it was going to evade him, but Brentford diverting the ball back off Costa into the back of the net. Wolves got their second goal through brilliant work by Mateus Nunez down the right-hand side, driving run, low cross in, Ethan Pinnock stretched out a leg, and all he could do was put it into the path of He Chan Wang, who'd only just come on as a substitute for practically his first touch of the game. A side-footed finish from two yards out to double Wolves' advantage. Ivan Tony hit the post from a good save by Jose Saar late on in the game. But Wolves saw the job through for back-to-back -back clean sheets and back-to-back -back victories. Most importantly, they are climbing up the table. Andy Thompson and Lee Naylor watched alongside myself, Mikey Burrows, here at Molyneux and... Wolves maybe not as impressive as they were last week against Chelsea, Tomo, no. but they did enough to get the win. We've always said like, it's all about results. So this time of year and where we were, um, fighting relegation, struggling, couldn't score. It was all about getting results, and that's what they've done in the last two weeks. Um, getting the, the victory against Chelsea, getting the victory today. Drawing at Forest, which was uh, an important result as well for me. I just think that so like they've gone they've gone today knowing that they've got to put in some kind of performance to get the result that they needed and they've done that. Look, it, it wasn't their best performance, it wasn't their uh, best game, but it's it's all about getting results and getting the three points, and that's what they did. Yeah, for me, it's it was about the effort today. Um, I, for me, I think we have a more quality than Brentford, but the effort needed to be there and it, and it was and I thought if we had that we'd be okay today some really impressive performances we'll get to in a minute um, Julian Lopetegui made only one change to the starting lineup for this game Daniel Perenz dropped to the substitutes bench Pablo Sarabia came in to start on that left hand side in what's effectively become a 4-4-2 now for Wolves or 4-4-1-1 if you prefer in that sense uh, but it, it seems to be working for them. And again, there were there was brightness in the centre of midfield. Xiao Gomez and Mario Lamina dominated for long periods, despite the fact that Xiao Gomez got himself a yellow card and that kind of hoisted him back a little bit in the way that he plays the game. But there was a, a real pattern about the way Wolves have played in the last two matches that maybe we hadn't seen for a little while. And, and that is actually something really to build on. Yeah, I thought the balance is, is brilliant. He's got the team working from the front, uh, defending from the front when we haven't got the ball. And when they're doing that, at the rate they're doing that, with a dogged midfield that want to work hard for each other, uh, and they're putting a shift in, um, it's, it's paying off. What's changed, Tomo? Because arguably they've got more attackers on the field than certainly they did at Forest, where they had all that possession and and didn't have a shot on target until Pedenzi's equaliser. But they've kept two clean sheets in the last two games and won them. The, man the manager's got him organised. He he's, he's got him out how he wants them set up. Um, I think he's been working on the training ground 
on when when they're in and out of possession, which is important what they need to do uh, for the shape when they have got the ball and the shape when they haven't, just in case. But it, it comes again, confidence, doesn't it? Confidence. You just saw today two good goals coming from good build-ups, what we've had. Um, individual performances to create uh, chances. And look, we, we haven't created a, a massive amount of goals today. But what they have done, done what we've said before, we need to be more clinical when we do get opportunities to take them. And they've done that a little, they've done that better over the last few weeks. And uh, But, well, confidence again. And confidence in results and having that belief. But, again, that comes from a manager who wants to instill everything into them. But there's a difference, isn't there, in the way that, the way that actually they're attacking. Because... We've seen in games like that Forest game where we allow teams to get back into position, to defend deep and, and to make us try and play against them. What we're kind of seeing now with the Costa goal, with the Mateus Nunez goal, oh, sorry, the Mateus Nunez run, run to set up Wang here, is a bit more driving forwards and, and asking questions of defences. Yeah, it's positive. It's just, it's just a positive spin on it. I mean, if when we had, when we had space to go and drive into, into in the past, we tend to turn out. Now we're going, now the manager must have turned it around and says, no, you drive in there. You make something happen. As you see with the Nunes run and uh, Juan Gol, that was all made through that, that run. He just went for it. He went, you know what? I see a gap. I'm going to make something of it. And he's a powerful runner. He, he's, got a, he's got a brilliant change of pace. And he made it happen. And, uh, you know, I'm all for you know, making your own look. And when you work hard, it, it, it's paying off. Helen was loving Costa today. Uh, Guestian Pem says he's so happy he's going to celebrate with a bag of orange chips and a glass of Malbec. Classic. Classic. Uh, Rocking Chair Dave says what a brilliant, most important win. This takes the pressure off and above all shows the level of players we have who are now showing why on earth should we have been in the relegation fight. Um, all done without Ruben Neves, which is great news for our future, Forever Wolves says rocking chair Dave um, it, is a, it is an element and we mentioned it in commentary boys and I wanted the two of you to, to talk a little bit more about it the fact that there is no Ruben Neves and he's now available again by the way for the yeah. Leicester game um, the balance of the team in having firstly Jao Gomez and the impact it's having on Mateus Nunes well we were hearing rumours that he, 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 was play, he thought he was playing out of position he wanted to play in a position that he fancied. But he's playing out of position now, isn't he, he is. in theory? But he is, yeah. But I, I think that he wanted to be more involved in that central. Because he does seem to roam a little bit. Um, and look, so, as, as Neves took a little bit of the limelight from everybody else, maybe, because of who he is and what he's done. Uh, but we definitely played well with the three lads that are in there. Um, the Gomez, Lamina and Salim Mateus. They've looked good. They've looked more energy in there. They've looked like they're... But, but again... It's, it's a great thing to have when you've got a quality player coming back into it, Neves, up for selection. Now the manager's got a difficult job to do for the next game. What? Who's he going to play? Who's he going to start? Well, hang on. We'll get we'll get to that in a minute. Just just talk to me about Mateus Nunez in these two matches from what we've seen. Oh, he's been outstanding. He's been absolutely outstanding. We always know he had the quality. That's why he was getting attention from top, top, top Premier League teams. Um and he's just he's just gone and proved it in these last two games. It's it's you know he's he's gone and put himself back on the map. I was I was a, I was a little bit concerned about how he was playing for me, for the amount of money that he's come with, uh, the tag, uh, 
there's no doubt about it. He, he, he's got ability. And we said, but we're not seeing it. The last two games, for whatever reason, has it come from the manager? I, I don't think it'll come from just Neves not playing, but it just seems like he's a lot more confident. You see that second goal? Yeah. How he's runs with the ball. And we've seen it in the first half when he's running with the ball. He's, he's very hard to stop because you think you've got him, but I'll tell you what, he's a lot quicker than you think. But that's why I asked you the question about in the commentary because the fact that Jean Martino is not starting either, for a long time, everything Wolves has gone through one of those two players in that midfield area. Now that neither of them are in the starting lineup for the last two games, for obviously differing reasons, is it allowing Wolves to play in a different manner, i.e., it's not necessarily everything coming through there. They're able to play different. We saw an awful lot of crossfield balls from the defenders today and a lot more engagement from Semedo in certain areas and from the forward players. Yeah, it's, it's difficult because Neves has got that ability to work hard and, you know, put those tackles in midfield also. So we, we haven't played this formation with him in the team. So it's hard to say that. He has undoubted quality of top Premier League end of so it, you know it's, it's it's just a nice problem to have well it is um, so go on then if you're picking the team for next week at Leicester because he's your captain right so he's going to come back into the lineup. Yeah, my captain goes back in if he's fit and got to so who for Gomez and it's so harsh it's so harsh, but yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, it'd be either Gomez or Lamina who will drop out. Well, yeah, we know it's one of them. Pick one of them, Tomo. Um, I'm going to go with Nels. I think Gomez because he seems to be the one who didn't get in when Neves was playing, and he, he like I say, look, it's the it's, easy, it's, it's it's the it's easy it's option, Tomo. Yeah, that's why. But, but also as well, it's it's a great, great thing to have, isn't it? Where you got you thinking, oh, we're bringing Neves back in. What what a problem we've got, eh? We've got. The quality that we've got on the pitch already. Dro- dropping a 21-year-old and a 28-year-old are two different I know, things. I know. Believe me. Look, yeah, but y- y- you can't, you can't not play. But it, I guess the question is, and we talked about this a little bit last week in terms of Lamina and Neves, a bit similar. Jao Gomez is a different type of player, isn't he, to to Neves? Uh, but it, it, the work rate. Listen, he was outrageous. Chelsea game. He, he just. He blew me away. I thought he, all three of them were. Yeah, th- I thought all. Uh, look, there was. A, I thought there was about six or seven man of matches, but I just thought he. He just put the tackles in that. Everyone don't like. The, they don't like doing it. Mid, like all these players, they, they don't like running back tackling. They don't like doing it. It's 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 the ones that, um, you always say in the dressing room. They're the unsung heroes. Uh, the ones that don't get the the accolades that they normally that all the centre forwards get, um, but he for me he was the standout at Chelsea. But it just shows you what it is as well. With was it Gomez has got four bookings in six games. Yeah, <laughs> it just shows you the kind of player he is. But this is the thing: that how how do you drop him? Because because we've got a world class player coming back in, and he's our captain. Yeah, but do, does he not maybe think about trying to find a way to play all three? No, because then you got well. All four. Well, Mateus Nunez including that. Yeah, yeah. But this is the situation, isn't it? Because they're now going to Leicester off the back of back-to-back wins. So, are they going to Leicester thinking, actually, we're just going there not to lose? Because if you get away from there with a point, that's you, you're well on the way. You're nearly there. Look, see, I don't think you go into any game thinking, oh, we'll get a point. Even though so it would be great. But you go there 
having confidence on the back of these two games that you, you're going to scare Leicester into thinking that you're you're going to go for the win. Uh, Leicester have got it all to play for. Leicester have got to make sure that they come out. But they'll if they're watching that today, they'll be a little bit concerned about what Wolves can do to them. Uh, and that'll be a problem. So, Because Wolves have got a threat from midfield, the strike line. And again, you think about look, the confidence it can cost of five years since he scored a Premier League goal. You just, think, you just think about that. You've got somebody there who's who I think's played well in the last three or four games when he's been playing. He's come on or he's started, and he and you can see that it's it's taken this long to get to get up to match probably match fitness because how long he had out the game when he finished. But look, he'll give nobody a bigger confidence than the striker we've got today. First goal. And let's talk about Diego Costa then because your um, favourite mate. Well, look, I I just think. There is a, an old school nature to the way he plays the game. And it's brutish at times, but it's horrendous to play against. You know full well, if, if he was in the opposition, then we'd be moaning <laughs> and all sorts about what he was doing on the game. But talk to me about, because people will ask the question, Raul Jimenez has not been in the squad for the last two matches. What is Costa doing that Jimenez hasn't been doing? See, like, this is the thing. If, if you play Raul in this formation... With Kuna off him, I think he does just as good a job, if if not better, and that's my opinion. I'm a, I'm a big role fan. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I am as well. I think he's just got a little bit more legs than yeah, Costa. Yeah, I, I just because he's he's got that he's got that determination. He's got that yeah. nasty streak in him as well. So I don't look Nunes. He rolls people up. I mean, Costa rules. He, he rolls people up, and you just love to see it. Then as a fan, you just love to see it, and. Uh, I just think he's, that he's, a br- he's a brilliant character. Is that yeah. part of it? Yeah. Why he's, repu- he's in a not and well isn't? He's got a reputation. He, he's got a reputation of being somebody who mixes up a little bit for teams in that top half. It's just little nudges, little pulls, smiles and gets away with things. And it's just the way he does it. But <laughs> we, don't, we don't know what the reason is why him and Ezra isn't involved today. Yeah. But for me... Jimenez has got a little bit more than Costa, and that's solely just because similar to he'll bring people into play, he'll try and do things, but also as well, I just think that he'll give you that probably that run behind as well, Jimenez. But Costa's done really well. Costa's done well. When you when you play when you play two up front, you want you want the two up front full of energy, and that can cause problems and not make it an easy day for the centre halves and just. Just irritate them, and that's what Costa does brilliantly. Raul can do the same, and I think they're quite similar in in, in a way. The fact that the the work rate, both of them, is top. Uh, and when you play two up front, it's so important that you have that, especially in this formation, because you want them defending for you. Yeah, your 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 defenders are crying out for two centre forwards like what we've got. Mm. Um, Dawson and Kilman today. Saw Kilman towards the end there, stuck with Ivan Tony yep. when he was running through, got a great block on. Um, Dawson made a really important block, I think in the first half, yep. and there might have been one in the second as well. Actually, there was one in the second when Jose Sarr charged out to try and get to a ball and end up dropping it, and Dawson was there to block. They've been as equally important yep. last two games. Well, well, Dawson says what it's on the tin, doesn't he? So, look, you know what you're going to get from him. You know that he's going to be uh, throwing himself in front of things, heading everything. If he's, if, if he's in trouble, he knows where to put it. He knows where he, he needs to go. And I like that about him. And, and probably we've needed somebody like him come in 
who doesn't get caught on the ball. He's not going to put himself at risk trying to play from the back. Um, and I thought Kilman played, played better today. I thought Kilman defended well. Um, I'd still like him to look a little bit more for, forward uh, in a little bit more and a little bit sooner than he, he has done, especially in that first half where he, he seemed to go back a little bit more because we know that he can pass a range of uh, distances mm. with the ball. And I'd just like to see him a little bit on there. But look, you know what you're going to get from Dawson. He's, he's, he's one of these old-fashioned centre-arts, now messing, puts his uh, body on the line for everything. And that's what he does. And you, and you know, every time he puts that shirt on, you know what you're going to get from him. You're going to get seven, eight out of ten from him every time he plays out there. Because he has his heart on his sleeve when he plays. Yeah. Um, so... Wolves, as things stand, on 34 points. They will be seven points clear um, of the relegation places no matter what happens uh, between uh, Leicester, um, I say, between Forest tomorrow, Leicester obviously playing tonight at Man City. You anticipate they're going to lose that game. Though by the time people listen to this, a miracle might have happened. Who knows? Um, new manager effect and all that. That's where we go next week anyway, Leicester. Wolves on 34. How many more six in points. your mind? You do, you think straight to the 40? Yeah. Six points for RK. I think pops, uh, another win draw for me. I another four? Yeah, another four points. A win and a draw. I think they'll do us. I think that you're looking at the fixtures that are coming up, and you showed us that last week with some of the fixtures. A lot of the teams at the bottom are playing each other, so they're going to take points off each other. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Um, I think I think Southampton are gone because they lost again today, didn't they? Southampton. Yeah. So they lost again today. So you'd think that Southampton, Everton lost. Have got, yeah, Everton well, have lost. Southampton have got Arsenal away next weekend, oh. and then Bournemouth at home, and then Newcastle away. So Southampton are really in trouble. Yes. And on 23, um, you, c- you kind yeah, of think, are, that, are they going to win four more games they're than Wolves not, in the remaining done. seven? Yeah, I think Southampton are gone. I think Southampton. Are so it's they're certainly not going to catch Wolves. No. From I where they are. I think, I think there's um, another two teams. Everton seem to be the one who can't pay for results. They can't get nothing out of anything. Um, Everton seem to be struggling. Um, but you're just looking at... I thought Bournemouth would get dragged into it, but they've won again today. They've been they? unbelievable. Uh, yeah. they've had, was it they've had four massive games where they've had right results here. That's three won. on the bounce, no? Is, yeah. it, is it three on the bounce? Yeah, they've got West Ham at home next, Bournemouth, and then they're away at Southampton, and then Leeds at home. So they've yeah. still got a, so a Leeds, huge say. Well, in, Leeds have got, yeah, a, Leeds have got Liverpool at the Monday. So, yeah. Yeah, so, again, I think Leeds might be dragged into it as well. So you're looking at that. Southampton, I think, are gone. Um, I think Everton need to get a win from somewhere, but they don't seem to be doing it. And I think Leeds could be dragged into it as well. But from the Wolves' perspective, if Lee Naylor thinks they need two more wins or, or a win and three draws, however you get to that, and you think they need at least a win and a draw. Yeah, because I think that the other teams are playing themselves. So they're going to take points off each other. And with this has been a massive, massive two games for us. We didn't think we was going to probably... We, we thought we was going to get a point or something out of the two games. We ended up with six, which has given us a massive, massive jump forward and confidence within the team and the fans as well so it's it's, it's important that don't forget me wrong we keep going but I think that they will think I think we've done enough now yeah if you if you look at this table when when they had the break for the international break we were bottom of the league it just shows you the for effect for the World Cup yeah it just shows you what this manager has 
instilled into the into the team and the way that we've gone that we've got ourselves up the bottom of the league because it's not a pretty sight when you're looking at the table and you're bottom of the league and you're thinking we can't score we can't get results <laughs> and you're thinking where do we get there's only one place we could go and that was up he must have been thinking that though at one oh, stage he must have, he must have yeah. been thinking oh hold on yeah it is and like you look at some of the results what are coming and oh sorry fixtures what were coming and you're thinking we're not getting any of this because we can't score. Mm. And then all of a sudden you start to grind out results. The mentality, the, formation. Yeah, yeah, the mentality of the manager comes onto his players as well. Um, the animation that he has then on that touchline goes on to the players what he wants. You can clearly see that he's telling them instructions on there what they've been doing in the week. And I think it's for, I think it's formation. I think if yeah, we, if yes. we didn't ch- change our formation like we did in the last two games, I don't think we get the the points that we have. But the, but there's the question, isn't it? Because would we have done that if Neves was still available? Interesting, huh? We'll never know, will we? Well, but that's maybe it. it was a blessing. There you go. It's it's been a really interesting little period this, um, and an insight into maybe Wolves' future. We never know what's going to happen with Ruben Neves, but there's always the element every summer of which surely at some point. Uh, a recognised big Champions League club will, will come in, whether it's in, in England or abroad, well, it's and look at him. He's at an age now where he's, he's in his prime, and if he's going to move, he's going to be he's wanting want something. To go now, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he'll be wanting to play Champions League, wouldn't he? So he started off in the Champions League when he got his debut with Lopetegui, I think it was. Uh, maybe he wants He's captain under Lopetegui yeah, yeah. for Porto, yeah. Yeah, so maybe he wants to see it out where he's playing at a Champions League team well yeah I mean who knows maybe because Julian Lopetegui is here and he can see the way things are going and <laughs> sees the fact that <laughs> sees the fact that he's got and we've got Diego Costa banging in goals yeah. there. Oh. <laughs> wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be great wouldn't it be great T- 2017 calls and then <laughs> we'll take us back um, just before we finish uh, man of the match from both of you who do you think where are you going to go Nunes Matas me for that run what he did in the second half I thought that he played well and I liked it that he still wanted the ball in tight areas wherever he was I know he scares me sometimes when he goes into that back line <laughs> and he seems a little bit too casual for me but look he's he's a confident boy I think the last two games that he's, he's played I think he's been outstanding in the two games and looking at that second goal what he did four or five players around him and he still had the capability of putting in a decent ball I know it's come off a defender and gone to a wang, but I just think that he just looks very comfortable and he looks confident and he looks a quality player. The only uh, sad part of today is that He Chan Wang's goal destroyed my 1 0 Costa <laughs> production. <laughs> He's always got to look on the downside, eh? He's well, always got to look on the well. downside. It's all about me. It's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Naylor, Andy Thompson, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Indeed. Michael. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening as ever. Uh, Wolves Weekly will be with you on Wednesday for more reaction to this game and what happens this weekend with Wolves women and the under-21s and under-18s as well. So take a look out for that. Enjoy your weekend. This was Diego's Day.